Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. So grateful you're here with us. I'm so thankful to be your host. We're going to be looking at Bible translations into Persians, and specifically old Bible translations into Persian. So let's get started. Thanks for being here with us. We're just looking at uh, various translations of the Bible that actually, in some cases, antedate what we have available in Greek, especially New Testament. So let's get started. Again, thanks for being here. We're just on Wikipedia. It says this, Bible translations in the Persian have been made since the 4th or 5th century, the three or four hundreds AD. I don't think we can quite comprehend how early that is, because if it is shown that Vaticanus and Sinaiticus are forgeries, which seems to be a lot of evidence to that, then some of your Bodmer, Ryland fragments are the earliest. But you know, that, that would take you to Alex Drynus being the, the oldest in Greek for any exception of amount besides translations from what's called early church fathers. Um, their copious use of scriptures. As Bergan said, you could almost replicate the New Testament based on that. All right. These are both Jewish and Christian translations from the Middle Ages, Few manuscripts survive, and uh, complete translations of the Hebrew Bible and Greek New Testament from original languages were first made in the 19th century by Protestant missionaries. Now, you have to remember, you know, obviously, I've seen Yahoo before the UN talk about the long history of the Persians, you know, dating back to Mordecai and Esther and, and the Hebrew people, and even Cyrus the Great. The only physical survival of pre-Islamic Persian Bible translations, a pre-Islamic, you know, that's what, 621-ish, somewhere in there, are two fragments of Psalms found by Albert von Lachach, uh, found in the Shuapang Monastery north of Buliak in 1905. These earliest translations of the Persian are in the Pavlavi uh, script. And uh, believe it or not, Baliak was in China. So I'm sitting here looking at an East Syriac lectionary from the 900s AD. Among the uh, tro the ruins found, monastic library, where a trove of ancient manuscripts of various Iranian languages were found, Texts show the influence of Orthodox and Nestorian churches. Almost all known Christian religious texts in the ancient Sogdian language are from Biliak Library. The texts show the development and spread of Christianity in Central Asia. So, I mean, that's really amazing. So, pre-Islamic uh, manuscripts here found in China, in Persian. And then there was a... Uh, In the Middle Persian, the only physical survivor mentioned that. Uh, medieval translations in a new Persian, Persian diatissaron, parts of the Gospels first translated into Persian. In the Persian diatissaron in the 13th century, this is the 1200s. Then more sections of the Gospels translated in 16th century. That's 1500s. Muslim scholar and critic of Christianity, Khan Abadi. And. Uh, we're looking here at the Pavlavi Psalter. The 
Pavlovi Psalter is a name given to a 12-page non-contiguous section of Middle Persian translation of the Syriac version of the Book of Psalms. And so it was discovered in 1905, the second German Turpin expedition under Albert von Lachach. Together with a mass of other fragmentary Christian manuscripts discovered in the ruins of the library of Shupang and Buliak near Tupan of what today is the Xinjiang Uyghur Autonomous Region of China, the documents were sent to Berlin for analysis where the fragments remain to this day. Now, we'll see how early this is. The Pavlavi Psalter is the oldest surviving example of Pavlavi literature, that is, literature composed during the Pavlavi writing system. The surviving fragments probably date to the 6th or 7th century AD, the five or six hundreds. Translation itself dates to not before the mid-6th century, the mid-500s, since it reflects liturgical additions to the Syriac original by Mar Abba, first the patriarch of the Church of the East, 540-552 AD. The script of the Psalter, like all other examples of Pavlavi literature, is also an Aramaic-derived script. However, unlike the book Pavlavi script, this later but more common form of the Concentary also has 12 to 13 graphemes, the script of the Psalms has five symbols more. So, another sample of the writing was discovered in inscriptions on bronze processional cross. See, there you go. Found at Herat in the present day Afghanistan. So, finding a, a cross there at uh, Afghanistan is just incredible as well. Um... I'm sitting here looking at that. It's history. And uh, Herat, I was hoping it would have the uh, cross rather right on top. But anyhow, I'm not seeing it. But let's go back here and uh, look at something else. The Persian Diatissaron. And it was of Awanis. Is al-Din of Tabriz in the 13th century gospel harmony, the earliest of the Bible translations of the Persians. It appears to have been translated from a late copy of a Syriac harmony. So, 1200s. So, the Persians had various languages and dialects, even again into China, of in Afghanistan of the Bible, just showing the other Christianities, as Jenkins called them, that around the world, and we just tend to be so best in citric when the gospel was to all nations and all people. So God bless you. Hey, thanks for being here with us. Hopefully in the next few days, we're going to be looking at the Bodmer papyrusy and the Ryland papyri as well. So God bless. We'll talk with you later. Join us daily. Leave us a five-star review and invite your friends and family, church family, Sunday school classes to be with us and maybe make a general notebook of things you find interesting because you'll have a power-packed apologetics library in no time at all. God bless you. Bye-bye.